Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, I'm not late, you're late. Oops, sorry. Small Business Mornings is on the air, better late than never. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. This is the daily show for small business owners and solopreneurs to catch up on the news, get in the know, and have a coffee break with your coworkers, especially if you don't have coworkers. That's why we do the show. On today's show, I have an innovative new way to inform you without boring you. I figured out what I need to do. We're going to talk about the cost of cars because they're a little silly and they're setting records. We're going to talk about your privacy. Are you concerned about your privacy? Well, there's a new thing for you to worry about or look forward to, depending on how you feel. We will also do our meme of the day, our do the freaking thing. Our question of the day is a good one, too. What is something that you could tell to a young person that they wouldn't understand at all? Lots of great ideas for this one. Something that they would not understand even if you explained it. So if you're with us this morning, say good morning. So the algorithm overlords that control my self-esteem will make me feel just a little bit better about myself. Let's start the show. But before we get to the news, let's do our caffeine check. (laughs) This morning, I got up early and uh, decided to work out before the show. Like, I know, I'll work out before the show. And I failed the caffeine check because I sat down to ride the bike and I was logged out. Yeah, that happened when... You got to use a piece of software or a device, and it's always logged in until it's not. And then you sit there looking at it like a stuffed animal. No emotion, no nothing. You just stare at the screen. What's my password again? Duh. I had no coffee, no energy, no nothing. So I figured it out because the password's the same for everything. Packers suck, exclamation point, because that would be hard to hack with the exclamation point. And I got on the bike. So if you've had that moment this morning, uh, then the caffeination is uh, something you need to improve upon. Okay, the news is standing by. Good morning, Consuela. Great to see you. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for joining us. But I want to share the innovation that maybe you have already noticed. Because as I'm doing the show, I've been like tugging at the idea of, okay, there are pieces of news that you need to be aware about, but some of the news is so boring and some of it's so depressing that I don't want to report on it and I don't have anything to say about it. So how could I share with you what's going on without having to talk about stuff that might be a little boring or I don't have some profound, deep thought about? So I thought. Boom. Boom. 
news ticker. Isn't it fantastic? President Biden visits Hawaii and praised a remarkable resiliency of the people. There. Now you can tune in and you can see some of the headlines that are happening without having me tell a whole story about what happened in Hawaii, which is awful. So I'll update the news ticker every day and uh, you'll get what you need to know, plus all the other fun stuff that I feel like talking about. So that is, haha, innovation inside the Small Business Morning Show. You'll also notice in the news ticker our amazing, fabulous, good-looking, and nice-smelling sponsors featured here on The Daily Show and on the weekly syndicated show on the radio, The Pat Miller Show. So I'd be remiss not to thank Carolyn Yaki of Athena Legal Solutions, Megan Schwan from Sidekick Accounting, and Wendy Babcock, whose paid speaking boot camp is kicking off today at 11 a.m. Good luck, Wendy. I've got two slots available, by the way, if you want to be a sponsor of these shows and nab a whole bunch of on-air radio commercials and get distributed throughout all of my stuff inside the Idea Collective, hit me up. You know a guy, and I would love to have your support as we build this ecosystem for Midwest solopreneurs and scaling small business owners. Okay, let's do the news already. Dang it. Can we do the news? The price of cars have officially gotten LOL worthy. Like cars, cars, cars. Now they're costing this much and it's gotten out of control. The story this morning is that the price of a new car is officially over $20,000. As in, every new car is now more than $20,000 which is kind of remarkable when you think about it because that used to be a nice car. Like, oh, I could get one for like 13 or maybe 14, but ooh, that one's 23. Ooh, that's going to be a nice one. Remember that time, how simple things were? Well, now every new every new car is selling for more than $20,000 with the exception of one. There is one new car on the market that you can get for less than $20,000. Would you like to see it? This is what 19,000 and it's like 195 or something like that. So it's not 12. This is the only new car on the market that you can get for less than $20,000. Are you ready? Uh, brace yourself. Hold on to something sturdy because this is going to blow you away with its style and elegance. Presenting the Mitsubishi Mirage, now with wheels. That's probably all you get. <laughs> That's it. That is the Mitsubishi Mirage, the only new car you can buy right now for less than $20,000. And ladies, back me up. Is that not a chick magnet? Like when you pull up and a dude is driving a Mitsubishi Mirage, I mean, come on you know you've got a winner. Total chick magnet. The reason why this is such a big deal is not because of the Mitsubishi Mirage, and I'm not shaming anyone that drives a Mitsubishi Mirage. I'm just making the point there's now one car less than $20,000 because the market is now bananas. The average new car is sold today for $48,000. And that's just the average new car. $48,000. So the price of the average new car is now 25% higher than the beginning of the pandemic, which is just crazy. The average 
used car is more than the Mitsubishi Mirage. The average used car, used car is 29,000. My goodness. That is crazy. Good morning, Stephanie. Unbelievable. So if you need a new car, this is the only one you can get for less than 20000 And if you have a car, my goodness, I'm rubbing it with a diaper. I am like, I don't even know. I'm giving it a back rub. I'm like offering to carry it a few miles just to make it feel better about itself. Like take care of your cars, people, because the market is officially crazy. Good morning, Kristen. Really, really hard to believe. And Lisa, good morning. And what does Lisa say here? <laughs> An e-bike may go faster. You know what? I think you're right. Those e-bikes, some of those e-bikes are pretty nice. It's kind of the thing, right? Is it cheaper without wheels? That depends. It would be cheaper, but way less useful. But yes, it would be cheaper without the wheels. So there's an uplifting story that car prices are officially LOL worthy. Let's talk about privacy. I'm just full of uplifting news today. I thought I buried all the depressing news in the ticker down below. Privacy. There's a new feature that's going to come to you very, very soon. It's rolling out inside a Major League Baseball ballpark this weekend. And it will give you a huge convenience. Huge convenience. But it may affect your privacy a little bit. Let's see if I can pull up a picture of it. There it is. This new feature is called Go Ahead Entry. Go Ahead Entry. This weekend, when you walk up to the gates of a Philadelphia Phillies game, you can enter without getting out your ticket. How do they do such witchcraft? Facial recognition. Didn't they do that in Star Trek back in the day? Was that movies? I've watched The Bourne Supremacy like a thousand times. Maybe that's where I've seen facial recognition technology. You walk up, you look into the thing. Bzz, no ticket required. You enter the ballpark. So what do you think? Is that worth the convenience? Or does that make you like go, ooh, ooh, just a little bit? Now you have to think <clears throat> that a part of this is not just the convenience of letting you in without getting out a ticket. It's got to be some security features in there too. Once they have the scan face, if it turns out that the Hamburglar is trying to get in the ballpark, they're going to arrest him, right? And that Hamburglar always steals. Oh, oh my gosh, Hamburglar, gate six, go get him. So you have to think they are, you know, cross-referencing it against the security database. Does it freak you out a little bit? Or is this just the age that we're living in? I'm not worried about the Philadelphia Phillies having this gorgeous piece of face in their database. Not worried about that. Because the cow has just left the barn. Is that the phrase? It's just over. Our privacy is essentially over. You've been to an airport. You've signed up for TSA pre-check. 
You've looked at your phone. Think about it. You're looking at your phone. What is right there? You're staring into a camera for eight hours a day. You have an Amazon Alexa always listening to you, every word you say. You have a smartwatch on your wrist, always there. So between the camera, the pre-check, the Alexa, and then whatever the heck browsing and trackers that are on your computer, the Philadelphia Phillies know what you've eaten, your heart rate, your location, your browsing history, your iris scans, your expenditures, what you watch on TV, how long you watch what you watch on TV, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. The Philadelphia Phillies have it all. Which can be kind of depressing, but it also makes me feel a little good. Because if the authorities thought I was the Hamburglar, they would have gotten me by now. I must be okay. I must be okay. And it is pretty awesome to go through TSA PreCheck. Is there anything better? Those of you that have TSA PreCheck, tell me it's not the coolest feeling ever. There's a big old line of security and I just walk up like I'm flying private, even though I'm flying Southwest like everybody else. But I just walk up like, oh, me? Yes, I'm pre-check. <laughs> Check me out. I pulled up in my Mitsubishi Mirage. <laughs> and you breeze right through. And that feeling is worth being checked out. And this feeling would probably be pretty cool. You walk right up. Come on in, Mr. Miller. Sorry about that speeding ticket you got. Hey, how did you? Whatever. Awesome. And that technology is absolutely coming. And yes, Stephanie Kern, don't you feel like a superstar? I totally feel like a superstar. Mr. Clooney. I mean, Mr. Miller. Yes, this way. Hmm. It's the best feeling ever. Okay, before we get to our question of the day and our meme of the day, there's one more story I wanted to share. A Disneyland Paris employee was fired for the dumbest reason ever. I thought this would make you laugh because it made me laugh. Disneyland Paris. Let's go to Disneyland Paris. Families everywhere. They're all smoking. I'm just assuming. They have berets on because, of course, they have little babies being pushed around, smoking with berets, walking through Disneyland Paris. Can you picture this? There's big, long lines of the rides. Everyone's smoking bread, wine, kids, cigarettes, berets. We're in Disneyland Paris, right? In Disneyland Paris, theme parks, or uh, guests rather, started to complain about this one employee's behavior. Was he yelling at them? No. Was he stealing from Mickey Mouse? No. In fact... He was fired because he was following company policy. That's weird. Weird. Again, thousands of Parisians around him. Berets, bread, wine, smoking, even the babies. And he got fired for doing what he was told to do. Why did he get fired? He worked at a food stand at Disneyland Paris and guests were complaining that he 
wouldn't put Nutella and whipped cream on their waffles. What is this world coming to? What? Do you even want to be in this world anymore? Mitsubishi Mirages are $20,000 and I can't get Nutella and whipped cream on my waffles. Hell in a handbasket, I'm telling you. His defense is that you only get one topping. You don't get two toppings. You get one topping and you like it. You want to do that weirdo stuff at home and put two toppings on your waffles. <laughs> what you do in the privacy of your own home is not my business. He was quoted as saying, company policy is one topping. You only get one topping. And if I did it for him, I'd have to do it for everyone else. So he held firm on the one topping policy and was fired. What's so great about this story is as you read down into more of the story, because the headline is Disneyland Paris employee fired over whipped cream and Nutella, right? Which made me go, well, I got to read that. What is, what is that news story about? When you read down into the comments, not the comments, into the story deeper and deeper, maybe the real reason he was fired comes up. He didn't put Nutella and whipped cream on the waffles, so people were mad. But he also participated in the labor strikes earlier this year, so the management probably wasn't too crazy about him to begin with. Probably why he got fired. But do you want to live in a world where you can't get Nutella and whipped cream? I do not. I, for one, do not want to live in a world where I don't get both of those things on my waffles. What do we have next? We're going to do a fun question today. You got a fun with the question of the day? What's something that if you uh, explained it to a young person, they would never understand? Always a great conversation. We'll do that in a minute. And we will do our accountability. Do the freaking thing. I totally failed yesterday. Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed to look at you today because I completely failed. Hopefully you did the freaking thing. We'll talk about it in a minute and we'll set our intentions for our small business day in just one moment. But how about we do our meme of the day? And this is so true. There's one style of post that gets put up on LinkedIn and everyone goes nuclear. No matter what it is, there's one style of post that when it goes up, everybody goes crazy. So our meme of the day addresses that. I got the job. 270 likes and 86 comments. I started my own business. Crickets. <laughs> Is that not the truth? Is that not the truth? I got the job. LinkedIn goes bananas. I started my own business. Nobody cares. It's so true. Those posts get all the love with those terrible animated graphics. They're always the same. Always the same. I'm excited to share that I'm the assistant director of form filling at bigbuilding.com. Whoa, amazing, Pat. Unbelievable form filling. Oh, hot damn. Hey, you don't know why they had to go get a job. You don't know if it's a good thing. They just updated their LinkedIn profile and it kicked out that thing. And everyone goes crazy because we want to support people. We want people to win. 
But for some reason, that style of LinkedIn post is super overclocked for real. So thank you for the meme of the day. So true. Okay, we talked about our question of the day coming up in a minute. Uh, what is something you would explain to a young person they would never understand? But let's talk about our do the freaking thing for today. This is a feature of the show in honor of my friend Andy Wines, which makes it sound like he's dead. He's not dead. I just got to give him credit or he yells at me. Where we do the freaking thing. We set our intentions to do one thing during our small business day. And then the next day on the show, we report back of, hey, I did the freaking thing. It's our way to do a little bit of business while we goof off at scale here on the Small Business Morning Show. So what did you commit to yesterday and did you get it done? We get quiet for a moment. We think about what the day needs to be to be successful. You don't put it in the universe. You put it out to Pat and then you come back here tomorrow morning and you're like, yep, I did the freaking thing. I'm ashamed to be here with you this morning because I failed yesterday. Capital F, failure. Big old F, F minus. I did the show yesterday. I had a couple of meetings yesterday. And in the interim, I did zero. Zero with lots of O's on the end of it. Super dropped the ball. Big time. Um, and there's a shameful reason why. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to it. I'm embarrassed to admit why yesterday was so unproductive. Can we have this just between us? This is just you and me talking, right? And maybe you can relate with something this dumb. God, I'm so embarrassed to admit this. I do the show. I do the post-production for the show. I eat lunch. And then... My fantasy football rookie draft started. <laughs> And we do it via email. So I was kind of goofing off all afternoon, drafting rookie fantasy football players, like the most ridiculous thing of all time. That's what I did yesterday. Almost nothing. Uh, and I'm kind of embarrassed about it, to be honest. So what did you do? Let's see. Sarah committed yesterday. I did my client follow-up and got a good start on my September marketing. Way to go. That's what you committed to yesterday. See, Sarah, you were productive. Very proud of you. Stephanie uh, started a pro bono project that I kept putting on the back burner. Today, tackle some bookkeeping things that I hate to do. Hey, hey, there you go. So Stephanie and Sarah, thank you for committing to doing the freaking thing and for picking out something that you got to get done today. What do you need to get done today? So when you get done this afternoon, you can feel like productive day. I did the freaking thing. We're in good shape. Hopefully you don't have a fantasy football draft that's going to sabotage your day. Sadly, mine goes on for two more days. So it's going to be hit or miss around here, but I absolutely must record a couple of episodes of the Pat Miller show to go off to the syndicator. So I'm working on that. I'm working on the idea coach experience pop-up that's happening on Thursday. I'm bringing together this small group for a three hour, uh, immersive brainstorming event that I'm hosting. It's awesome. I've got that coming up on Thursday. And speaking of Thursday, one week, one 
week from Thursday is going to be our um, Idea Slamathon. Do you remember that? So let me catch you up on this real quick because I want to share the Idea Slamathon with you. We're raising money for the Islands of Brilliance charity, which is a beautiful charity that is helping kids uh, who are neurodiverse or have autism find confidence and life skills by uh, offering social situations and uh, confidence through their artwork. It's really helped my family, and it's something that I'm really excited to support, and it's something that we've done uh, inside the community. Uh, at the retreat and others. And next Thursday, we're going to do an Idea Slamathon for that charity. We're going to start Idea Slamming, and people will buy a 15 minute Idea Slam, and we're going to Idea Slam till the donations stop. I don't know if that's a good idea. Because we're going to raise a ton of money for the charity, which means we're going to idea slam basically till we drop. So we are going to have our um, idea slam really go for a minute, which is going to be fantastic. And I'm looking for the link and I can't find it. So we'll have to share it some other time. Uh, I'll also put it up on the comments in the replay. But it's going to be spectacular. Next Thursday, the idea slamathon is going to be awesome. And look at this. Sarah's doing Wendy's boot camp today. Yes. And I'm doing episode four of my big kids back to school live video. Very cool, Sarah. Good luck with all that. Um, so the idea slamathon is coming up. So whatever it is for you today, write it down and commit to doing the freaking thing. So that way, when you come back here tomorrow, you can be like Stephanie and Sarah and the others and say, yeah, I did what I needed to do. That's what doing the freaking thing is all about. And my computer is now starting to act up again. Remember when I fought my computer? It's asking for a beating again. Let's see. There we go. Thank you very much. So before we get to our question of the day, Kim, hello, Kim. Great to see you, friend. Who was my first pick? Well, it's a rookie draft. So unless you're really in fantasy football nerd circles like I am, I got Sam Laporta, tight end from Iowa. Now with the Lions. I don't know what I'm doing picking a Lions player, but it is what it is. Question of the day. And then we'll wrap up this bad boy so I can go do work because yesterday I did zero. Question of the day. What is something that if you explained it to a young person, they wouldn't understand at all? Life was different. And as I get older, my birthday's next month too. Not really looking forward to that one. We're marching towards a half century here, people. Like I'm pretty much the drum major of the parade that's going to show up at the half century here in just a second. So I go back a little bit. Things that I experienced that if I told my kids about it, they'd be like, what? That That's not possible. So what is something that we experienced in the past that when we explain it to kids, they just wouldn't understand what life was like? I think the most obvious one is no internet, right? No internet. I lived pre-internet and not having a supercomputer in your pants. Those two things combined are things that kids don't get. Question about that. When's the last time you left the house without this? 
Could you even do that? Wouldn't you feel all like jumpy and weird? Like you were putting life on hard mode because you don't have your computer in your pocket? What if I need someone? Like it's a safety issue almost. Those are all real things. Kristen's got a good one here. Dial up internet for sure. Can you still hear that? Be dong, be dong. Can you still hear that in your head? If you're old enough, you can hear that in your head. Be dong. Is that what it sounds like? Be dong. That's what I remember it. How to read a paper map. So it's not just paper maps. That's a good one, but it's also giving directions. If I ask my 20 year old, hey, can you tell someone how to go over there? They would have no concept of turn left at the light and turn right at the thing. Like they've never given directions in their life, nor have they followed directions that weren't telling them literally turn left now. See, this is a good one, Leanne. See, is it going to participate? Oh, computer, I'm going to beat you senseless. You know what I need? You know what I need to add to the set? I need to add a baseball bat right here. So when the computer is doing what it's doing right now, I can beat it. You're welcome, Susie. Leanne Lovely. I had to watch what was on TV. Not only that, you had to wait for your show to come on. Not only that, you couldn't pause the TV. Do you remember running to the bathroom? I do. Like you thought they were going to commercials, so you'd have to sprint Go take care of your beeswax and come on back. Changing the channel on the TV without the remote even. Boy, that was, I remember that for sure. These are all good. Here's a few free spaces. Bikes without helmets. Helmets? Are you kidding? We used to ride purposely wheelies. Like we would make it extra dangerous, not less dangerous. Leaving the house and not coming home until dark. No internet, which we talked about. No social media, no blogs, no way to express yourself. You don't get to express yourself. The people in the newspaper get to express yourself. Unless you want to write a letter to the editor, that would be a thing. Commercials and how they worked, Leanne has in the comments. That's true. Uh, Let's see what else. Literally a phone hanging on the wall. That is so true. Can one of you guys get that? Right? The phone's ringing and ringing and ringing. And I'm, God, I'm so old. I'm pre-answering machine. Good God. (sighs) I, I guess it's better than the alternative, but it just makes me feel so dang old. And this is the one I wanted to hit on. Recording a song on a cassette from the radio so you could listen to it whenever you wanted. Now, Kristen, in the early days of my career on the radio, uh, there wasn't the internet. So people, and I worked at a top 40 station. So people would call in mad, mad as you can believe because we would do something called posting the record. Kim, you're a radio person. You know what I'm talking about? The song is 12 seconds before the singer starts singing. So we big dumb DJs get to talk all the way up until the singer starts singing. And we took pride 
in being able to hit the post. 101.5 WBNQ, your hit music station. Here's Jewel. And Jewel starts singing. You're like, yeah, I nailed it. But the people who are recording the song are like, would you shut up? Oh my God, shut up. Because now when they listen to their Jewel song or whatever it was, uh, they had my big dumb voice on it. That was always fun. All right, Stephanie Kern. This is so funny. We've made a game of this. Yes, we have made a game of this. Absolutely. Prank calling. And no one would know who you were because there was no call back, right? There was no call tracking. Star 69, none of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And the other thing about music was that MTV was really awesome. When I was in college, we would order pizza because Sunday night was the best night. Order pizza, 120 minutes. Right? 120 minutes. We'd hear songs from bands that we didn't know existed that we'd have to then go to the record store and look for oftentimes imports because we didn't know who the Smiths were or we didn't know that Depeche Mode released an album only in the UK. And we paid, I don't even want to know how much I paid. Crazy. Way too much. Okay, well, this has been a uh, great trip down damn I'm old memory lane, (laughs) but a fun discussion either way, for sure. So now you should be almost ready to go take on the day because when you're building your small business, having good people around you and a reason to, to sit back and have a cup of coffee and realize that we don't have to conquer the world all by ourselves It helps us build our business just a little bit easier. So I hope you're enjoying the show as much as I'm enjoying doing the show. And if you don't have this kind of support group around you, then you are missing out on the Idea Collective for small business owners. And we're not going to ask you to join the Idea Collective. We're going to invite you to come meet us and do a brainstorming event. I want to know about your business. And on September 13th, we're going to do the signature event of the Idea Collective called the Idea Slam for folks that are watching the show but aren't members of the collective yet. So click the QR code that's on your screen. Join us on September 13th. We'll do a little bit of brainstorming. We'll do a little bit of networking. We'll tell you about the Idea Collective, and you can judge for yourself if you want to continue to build your business all by yourself or you want to enlist in our mission, which is don't grow it alone. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I'm the founder of the Idea Collective. Damn, I love doing this show. And I love talking with you every morning. I'm so glad you're here. I, last thing, am leaving the house today. Real pants. In-person networking. So I'm looking forward to that. So I'll go meet some new people. Tell them about the show. You go do the freaking thing. Join us back here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And we will keep on building our businesses together. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow morning.